0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. Verse 15 of chapter 4 of 1 Corinthians says, For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Wow. What the Lord is about here in our fellowship. This church, our mission is to get in the process of becoming spiritual parents. Some of you have flesh and blood children. I think all of you know that nothing wrestles you to the ground. (laughs) Like, and nothing makes you depend more on the Lord like dealing with your children and needing the wisdom and the love and the grace that it takes to bring up a child in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. There is no harder job than marriage and children. But there is nothing that is of a greater honor and has the legacy any greater than those two. But every one of us have the calling to become spiritual parents. We've been talking about God as the master affirmer. We talked about how Paul in this passage said in verse 17, For this reason I have sent Timothy to you, who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord. Did you know in his second letter to Timothy, Paul said this about Timothy, God hadn't given you the spirit of timidity and fear. Timothy suffered with fear and timidity and, and the feeling of of always not being enough, of always not having enough, of always not being adequate enough to do and be what he thought he should do and be. And Paul said, God has not given you the spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And to this man who struggled with fear and inadequacy, his spiritual father said, and there is no evidence of his, spiritual, of his earthly father having a very a strong part in his life whatsoever. His spiritual father said, you are my beloved and faithful son. I don't have anybody else quite like you. How do you think that must have made that fearful, timid son feel? Can I ask you something? Does God always speak over us according to how we're behaving at the moment? Yes or no? Well, I hope you got the right answer because I've spent three weeks telling you about people like Moses and David and Gideon who didn't get it at all until God intervened. Their performance was nothing like their identity. I want to remind all of you that as soon as God created Adam and Eve in his own likeness, the first thing he did was affirm them. He blessed them, the Bible says. Before he gave them their assignment, he gave them their affirmation. If you're always trying to get your assignment right, before you get your affirmation, you will become frustrated, defeated, aggravated, and perplexed. Because, you see, if your identity is is tied in to what you're doing, you're going to be up and down all the time. God doesn't decide how He feels about you based on how you're doing today. He has already decided that He loves you as much as He loves Jesus. To get you in His family, He gave you all He had. It is not about your performance It is about his performance and he has granted you the benefits of his performance. So we need to understand and get hold of in revelation of the affirmation. Our father affirmed his own son. You are my beloved son. In you I am well pleased. If Jesus needed it and wanted it, how much more do your children need it and want it? Don't make the mistake of only affirming your children or those who are your spiritual children based on how they're doing at the moment. You will frustrate, aggravate, and absolutely cripple their ability to be all that God created them to be. There are people all over this room today, and in the sound of my voice, Dina just told me yesterday we've had over 35,000 download our tapes just with the present group and we've had to erase many of them to get them on our website so i don't know how many we've given out over a hundred thousand at no charge distribution of the word of god listen can i tell you something this message is constant and that is that your father is the source of the affirmation you need that will heal you and give you the strength to succeed in what you have been assigned to do. But until you know that God had not put you on the shelf, that you had not made irreversible mistakes, when you stop being obsessed with your, your, your inferiority, your mistakes, when you stop being obsessed with that and lay hold of the love and grace of God, you will go to a new level of life. You will. And God will see you through that present circumstance and situation that has got its foot on your neck because that's only the way it feels. The way it is, is that you will prosper and succeed and God will honor the promises He has made you and you, out of this suffering, you will come out of the death that you're experiencing right now. You will be raised again to a new level of life and power. Many of you know that the last two weeks I took Dina's face in my hands and I gave you an illustration of why God said to Adam and Eve when he created them, he said, I adore you. That's part of the blessing. We talked about Abraham and Moses and Gideon and David. And there are other New Testament examples, but today, and I'll get back to those next time I have the opportunity, but today... I want to just briefly say to the fathers, would you go with me to Ephesians please? Ephesians chapter 6. Do you notice when the word says fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath. Do not give them opportunity to get enraged. Do you know what the word wrath means? Wrath is different from anger. I can get Angry about something on on the spur of a moment. Listen, wrath is aged anger. It is anger that seethes and boils and stays and lingers. Some of you in the sound of my voice today are dealing with aged anger because your fathers your father provoked you. Pastor, how would a father provoke his child to that kind of anger that would seethe see, and rage and stay throughout adulthood? How could that happen? God the Father has put his desire and his heart in fathers. And one of the ways that we provoke our children. Is by being absent. The only thing you have to do. To put a scar. On your son or daughter. Is nothing. If you are not there. If you are not there. When they. When the only voice in their life. That can really settle and connect them is Father, then there will be an open door to an inner anger that can turn into a wrath. Absence is an open door to wrath. Another open door to wrath is a performance-based acceptance. I'm proud of you I love you, you're wonderful when you're doing right and making me look good, but if you're making mistakes or struggling, I don't give you any affirmation. What you're saying is, it is your performance that determines how I feel about you. Some of you have grown up with fathers that the only time you got anything from them that was positive was when you hit a home run, when you made them look good, when you did something, and some of you never got, I'm proud of you, regardless of what you did. And unless you've dealt with that by the grace of God, there is a root of anger that can seethe and become An atmosphere of wrath. And you don't even really know it. It just manifests itself at different times in your life. With different triggers. Absence. Performance based acceptance. Some of you. All of us want and need affirmation. That's not weakness or sin. That's just the way we are. We need affirmation. We need that unconditional love. It is the Father's heart. Our Heavenly Father's heart. Some of you have never really been told, Boy, I love you. I'm really proud of you said, I'm really proud of you. The most powerful time you can ever say that in your children, whether they're adults or little bitty ones, is right after they have made a mess or are struggling. Because way down deep in their hearts, they don't really know how you feel about them because they've squirreled everything up. Can I ask you something? Has your heavenly Father ever denied His love and affirmation towards you even when you sinned? God wants us to learn Okay, now, let me tell you something. Many of you have wondered, why did my father treat me like that? Most of the time, the answer is he never had any affirmation himself. He grew up without it. And listen, it is impossible to give something you haven't received you can't deposit something that you don't have so here's what I'm asking all of us to do here today I'm asking you right now in your spirit man where the Holy Spirit hears every thought that you have I'm asking you right now today to say Lord in the name of Jesus You have told me that I'm to forgive everybody about everything. And so today, I hereby forgive my father for his failures to be the affirmation and to be the dad that I wanted or either through absence or through ignorance or through his own preoccupation with being self-absorbed. In the name of Jesus, I hereby forgive my dad today. Do it right now. Do it right now.
1: Do it right now.
0: Bring up your children in the nurture, the training, and admonition of the Lord. We've had prayer today. We've had a powerful time of worship and, and prayer, but I believe that this is the time for every person, especially men in this audience whether you are a natural father or a spiritual father or both to rise up in your inner man and say I want you Lord to use me to be the spiritual father that you would have me to be what is that going to take well it's going to take that you get close enough to your children and to those you are fathering to become a model you can't really model very well from a distance it means that you're going to have to have a paradigm shift in your thinking and that you're going to have to begin to understand that you need to learn how to affirm those that God has put into your life to let them know you love them to tell them how proud of them you are you know what that also means it means you're gonna have to suffer Some of you today are suffering because you think you have failed as a dad, and the only failure you are guilty of is coming short of understanding and grasping the love and affirmation of your father, because that's what's going to give you the power and the grace to be the father God wants you to be. And can I tell you something? Your greatest hours are going to be when your kids are struggling the most. Your finest hours are not when they're making you proud, but when you've got concerns, when they're breaking your heart, when you can look them in the eye and say, I want you to know, Dad, I love you. I am proud of you. You don't have to say, I bless your choices. The God will take care of that. He loves and disciplines. That's not your job. Your job is to love and nurture and pray for and support and encourage those that God has put into your life. And when your children are suffering the most, don't listen to all those voices out there. Well, I tell you what I'd do. You don't listen to that nonsense. Tell you what I'd do. i would You just... Let that go in one ear and out the other. I want to tell you something. We have walked through the greatest pain parents can ever walk through. Me and this little girl right here. And I want to tell you this. Nobody knows what they would do until they are where you are. So don't be afraid that you're doing the wrong thing. Run to the Father. Ask Him to give you wisdom. Does that mean that I ought to put my stamp of approval on every behavior? Absolutely not. But there's a difference in approving behavior and affirming identity. And your father is the master affirmer of identity. Sometimes the closest I have ever felt to my father is when I admitted to my heavenly father, I have blown it, would you forgive me? Anybody else can identify with that? Judgment and criticism, fathers, will cause there to be a spirit of wrath in your children. Your your critical view, your critical talk, your personal judgment is going to open the door to anger and unresolved anger leads to wrath And wrath leads to destruction. It'll destroy every relationship you have. So why don't you rise up today, fathers, and say the cycle starts, the cycle stops now. Right here, right now. You may not know exactly what to say, It may expose you and make you feel uncomfortable. That is not weakness. Go to the Lord and ask Him for wisdom and grace. And don't withhold your affirmation to those that God has put into your life. You are a vehicle through which the master affirmer will use to bring healing. In help and encouragement how many of you would say today pastor my father for any and all of his weaknesses and failures has left a legacy on the inside of me that is just positive positive. and if somehow the if somehow the Heavenly Father could let my father who is in heaven today, know what a blessing he is to me. I would sure appreciate it. How many of you can say that about the Father God gave you on the earth? What a blessing is that? Now, some theologians say, God don't send messages from earth to heaven. I disagree with that. The Bible says in Hebrews 12 that there is a great cloud of witnesses. A great cloud of witnesses around this earth of people who've already gone on. I believe Dr. Riddle can see what you're doing today, Bill. You have got a legacy that you are going to have to be on your knees about. Billy, that's going to pass down to you, my friend. This ain't playing this is vital. See, you can't do that in a church of 10,000. I can do it with 100. I'm serious. Amen. The cycle of fatherlessness stops with you, Otis. You're going to be a mighty dad to little Sarah Beginning next month. You already are. You better speak life to her while she's still in her mother's womb. Eddie, you're going to be a spiritual father to God, is going to bring people into your life under your mentorship. Rise up and be that man. Stand up here. I know you were given away when you were a baby. But I want you to know something. The Spirit of the Lord is going to use you to break that cycle and to be the best father that anybody can see. You're a mighty man of God. You will be a mighty father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come here, Edric. Come here, Johnny. (laughs) Holy Lord Jesus. Stand up here, Jeremiah. Jeremiah is my son in the faith, and y'all are my grandsons. Amen? No, I'm serious. Don't be obsessed with what you don't have or didn't have. Be obsessed with what has been deposited on the inside of you and what the Lord has brought into your life and rise up and be the man, the husband, the father. The cycle of fatherlessness breaks off of you and you will rise up and be holy man of God who will be, leave a legacy for your children and grandchildren. I don't even know what, I I don't even know the circumstances that I am fixing to say this. But I'm telling you, your best days and your best days are ahead as fathers. I know it. Your best days are ahead. Man, I could get wound up and stay here for a long time. Everybody stand up. Stand on your feet. and I'll be traveling a lot this week from one end of the state to the other we're always grateful for your prayers I'll be marrying my nephew his bride in North Alabama all the way from the Gulf Coast to Northern Alabama we always appreciate your prayers God has given us and given us a season right now to deal and to pray and to help and encourage many who are troubled. It's our assignment for these days. Next Sunday, we will be here. But I've asked a friend. This man is not quite the legend Jeremiah Castile is in this state. But he is a mighty legend in this state. Went on to play at Auburn and then with the Miami Dolphins. A long and powerful career. Part of the only undefeated NFL team in the modern era. Mike Cullen is a friend and a man of God. And the Lord has given a message for these days. And the Lord is using and leading Mike more and to more into ministry. I hope you'll be here. I'm looking forward to being here and hearing in myself. Would you say this with me? Mighty God, in the name of Jesus, I hereby declare my best days are ahead. I will not be obsessed with my failures. I'm going to rise up by the grace of God and be the person you have called me to be. I want to be a spiritual parent. I will not be defined by my failures. I will lay lay aside the past and rise up to the future. The future starts now. I pray that you will grant me greater revelation and affirmation of your love help me to get it more today than ever how you feel about me I praise you that it never changes use me to call those in my life up and out to new levels of service for you because they will know how much they're loved and treasured and adored by their heavenly father In the precious and holy name of Jesus. Amen. We'll see you next week. God bless you. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.